Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Hello. Hello and welcome. The following package (laughs) will describe what this is. EFTM. Is this on? How do you turn the mic on? This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long. When do we talk? Chris Bowen. (laughs) Not yet. Quattromani. Said my name. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Bowen, and sometimes I'm the motoring host of EFTM.com. This is a podcast where people who used to be on the radio go to make themselves feel like they still are. A person like that, like me, is Trevor Long. Hello, Trevor. Hi, Chris. It's it's good to be here. I've been listening to a number of podcasts during the week, and I found that most of them sound a little bit stilted like this. Well, that's because they're trying very hard to be radio people. <clears throat> Luckily, Jeff Quattromani has brought some drugs into the studio tonight, which may help improve our performance. Hello, J- Jeff. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost our minds. Bowen's lost his mind, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is not community radio. This is uh, the EFTM podcast. It is uh, hosted by two former radio people and yep. one like in a beanie. Yes. Uh, and we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Tech, cars, lifestyle, and everything in between. Bowen, let's get this show on the road. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. You know, it's actually quite interesting that you do that because it's mm-hmm. it, it actually leads beautifully into the first seg- segment, sure even though you were just bagging other podcasters. Mm. Um, by the way, if your podcast sounds like that, I immediately turn it off. I'm wondering who's you've been listening oh, to. Oh, Trevor told me about a few. I've been okay. surfing the net, listening yeah. to a couple. I've okay. I've I've got a new rule. Yep. Um, if you say like too much, yeah, I'm off issues. Like I literally switched mm. off one the other day because the bloke they were talking to, well, like you know this, like like I'm just yeah. like mate, like. I can't like listen to this anymore. <laughs> to say, in terms yeah. of words and you know, think, vocal crutches they call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are yours? And I've been listening to a number of hours just to make sure that we don't sound as bad. Yeah. You use the word gorgeous a lot for a man. It's a very uh, emotive word. Everything's gorgeous. It shows passion, I think. Passion? It, it, it's a passionate word. It's also a feminine word. I think it's good that you can use it comfortably within your own skin and Completely. beard. Completely. I think, I think gorgeous is a... A great way to describe products, things. Gorgeous. Myself, gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh, great. I, knew, I knew he'd go there. <laughs> yeah. Just look at his Instagram gorgeous. feed. He sh- you should retitle your Instagram. Just mm. to what? Just Jeff Quattromani. It, gorgeous. Uh, you know how people change their Twitter handles and stuff? I could never do it. At gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, I've just eaten these tablets. What, what are we on? Yeah, chewing on a tablet. It's a great <laughs> idea. Spunk. <laughs> hang on, are you telling me I've just eaten spunk? I oh, know, you swallowed it, buddy. You didn't, you didn't even... <laughs> You didn't even chew. You just took it, it straight was down. Made, it's gorgeous. And when I burp, it smells like I don't know what. It's like turmeric. We spoke about it last week. It's what, awful. It's from the people of Spunky, isn't Spunky. it? Spunky. Yeah, it's it's just a herbal. The the yeah. the, the man cave now Tablet. smells like this herbal rubbish. Yeah, it is a bit uh, a bit hippie in here. It's a bit wild. Now we we were talking about language, and it was very interesting because mm. uh, Jeff, you would have followed this, but maybe not not quite as closely in the tech world. Probably yes. Not. Google announced a thing called Google Duplex. Now, let's be clear. When people talk about robot voices, computer voices, it's normally Stephen Hawking, right? That's what yeah. you think of. Yeah, true. Yeah. Now, to be clear, the, the 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 voices of computers have progressed greatly since that first voice came along, but Stephen yes. Hawking himself chose to keep that voice because he believed it was his voice. It'd be like you saying, you know what, I'm going to talk like this from now on. Yeah. Just, it- just randomly changing your voice entirely. Yeah. So he chose to keep the original voice mm. rather than adopting something more human-like. Correct. I've heard, we, we hear Siri speak, we hear Google Assistant speak, we hear, yep. you know, computers put words together, and they're not yep. bad, but when you have Apple CarPlay read out a text message, <laughs> it never feels right. It never, yep. certainly never sounds like she's sitting there reading it to you. Sure. Correct. So Google demonstrate this thing called Google Duplex. Now, what I want to play for you first up here is a bit of audio, which is, which is Google's demonstration of a restaurant booking, okay? So just, just Bowen, let's hear the simple restaurant booking. Good evening. Hello? Hello. Hi. Um, I'd like to reserve a table for Friday the 3rd. Okay, hold on one moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on one second. 
Mm-hmm. So Friday, November 3rd, how many people? Four, two people. Two people? Yeah. What time? At 5 p.m. Okay. And your name? The first name is Daniel. That's D-A-N-I-E-L. Okay. You're all set. Okay, great. Thanks. We'll see you next Friday. Okay, thank you. Bye. Goodbye. So the male voice Mm. is a computer. It's amazing. The male voice is a computer that was simply instructed to make a restaurant booking for a certain day and time. Yeah. Mm. So in the, in the future, it's not available now, let's be very clear, but in the future, it's a, hey, Google, can you make a, an appointment, a, a restaurant booking for mm-hmm. Friday night, 7 o'clock, for three people? Yep. So you just say that while you're cooking dinner or while you're driving mm. home, whatever it is. Yeah. And instead of it trying to log onto a website and make a booking, which mm. frankly, no restaurant, no, no, like you can't rely on any of those no. online booking systems Correct. for anything other than really ho- high-end hotels. Yep. <clears throat> so it doesn't need a, a booking application. Just picks up the phone and makes a phone call, mm. and it, and it has this conversation. Now that's, uh, uh, there's two things about this whole Google Duplex thing. Firstly, let's just deal with how human it sounds. Incredibly human. Like it's if if no one knew, they probably would have guessed they were just two guys having a conversation. It's as close as it gets, really. When yeah. you analyze it, and listen again, you yeah, go, yeah. "Well, there's, there's this he, and there's he, that." It sounds like he needs a bit of spunky, to be honest. You it reckon? sounds a bit flat <laughs> and monotone. He's not as excited but, for dinner as he should be. But, Throwing in the the inflections and the ums and ahs. The ums really and ahs. Gets think about how it spelt the name. Now, yeah. not spelling the name isn't a cool thing, but it's mm. the way it said it sounded like it was being said that it way. It flowed well. You mm. can only record so many things, you know, the computer system. So they've recorded so much that it that it sounds that good. Mm. The actual genius in this is is what they call natural language processing. It's the mm. artificial intelligence of Google being able to interpret a conversation mm. and manage the conversation like we would. If, mm. if Jeff's being an idiot, we move a different way. Um, <laughs> yeah. If someone on the phone is hard to understand, you you, you have to repeat yourself in different things. Yeah, correct. So in that first example, I would argue potentially scripted, right? You could mm. potentially script and you could say, "Radio, firstly ask this, you then can ask that. And like, if this, then that, you know, some really basic things. Mm. But have a listen to this next example, which is a bit more complex. See how may I hear you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. For seven people? Um, it's for four people. Four people when? Um, next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we live here for like upper like five people. For few, four people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? For next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Oh no, it's not too busy. You 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 can come for four people, okay? Oh, I gotcha. Thanks. Yep. Bye bye. I mean, there's no way that woman knew she was talking to a computer. I'd be thrown by that conversation. Totally. She was frustrating me. Yeah. And he he just managed his emotions perfectly. So will there be less phone rage when when computers take over? There's a little bit of lag. There's obviously a bit of processing power going on. Yeah, but it's quick enough. It's pretty quick. quick, And you're right, and it flows so well. And Mm. it's so... Again, I listen to that one over and over again. I think, okay, so... When when she gets the first question wrong and mm. says for seven people, yeah. what the computer's doing isn't going, oh, she got the question wrong. The computer just goes, oh, she asked a question. Mm. She, she doesn't know that she's made mistakes. She, yeah. She's mm. just going, it's a question, and I'm answering that question. And then she asks a follow-up question and answer it. So it's actually quite logical when you think about it. But, mm. man, it is so powerful. And the, the first thing I do is go straight to the worst-case scenario here, right? Yep. Now, when a computer makes a phone call, it doesn't need a, a phone line in a, in a physical mm. place. You can have a computer with IP connections mm. and do 10,000 yeah. phone calls a minute, right? Mm. Sure. So you could have um, scammers, uh, telemarketers. Mm. Mm. I, I think of the politicians, right? You know the robocalls yep. calls that happen every election? Correct. Your phone rings, you pick up the phone, it says, hi, this is Bill Shorten, we'd really love your vote this yeah. election, and they just talk, 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 talk until you hang up. Yeah. yeah. There's no interaction. Yeah. What happens when they when program that to have a whole interaction with people when you could actually be convinced by, by, by a person to vote a certain way. Yeah. yeah, and you could ask questions like, tell me about your policy on transport or whatever, and then they yeah. actually feed back what their plan is. I think that could be interesting, but it's going to be everything. It's going to be the next time it's someone's birthday, and you'll say, hey, Google, call call Bowen and wish him happy birthday for me. There was a great um, Funny or Seriously. Die video which uh, took the mickey out of this. Yes. That had um, <clears throat> a girl called Lauren 
just you know said, "Hey Google, call my parents and catch up." I saw that. Yeah. And and it calls and it says, "Hi, mum and dad. This is Lauren's Google Assistant." Mm. And then they have this whole conversation about how things are going, who she's with, and <laughs> partners, friends, whatever. Yeah. And at the end, there's a recorded message from Lauren. It's it's quite funny. Yeah, Take on it. Good. The question I raised earlier in the week after I think it was John Winning, the the entrepreneur bloke from Winning Appliances, Appliances Online, asked mm. the question like a poll on Twitter: mm. Should we require that these computers identify themselves Mm. like you've got to well i've got to identify myself as a human on forms like on the internet i've got to pass those stupid tests Mm. should a computer have to identify itself i mean there'll have to be regulations in place you can't have robots just cold calling people how how do we regulate? We need to know what we're talking to can't regulate a a bloke in russia setting up a computer with with this technology i reckon you can trick it fairly quickly just to find out yeah i think we need a code word yeah. We need a daily code word that's distributed only to humans. Mm. No, come on. As if that couldn't be then programmed back into the voice assistant. Well, someone... That some, this is the daily code someone, No one should be leaking the, the, the code to, no the, one should, to the computers. No, no one should... T- and how do we find out? It's Skywritten or something? Yes, yeah, exactly. Great <laughs> idea. Great idea. <laughs> that's just... The, the, these things I mean, are going to become more and more powerful. They'll, they'll start ringing talkback stations, giving their opinion. Imagine that. Three one eight seven. Hello. I'd like to talk about Bill Shorten. What would you like to say? That'd be incredible. He's an imbecile. So Maybe. it's 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 not available now. You can't just make your Google no. do things. They're obviously but working on it. Some of these how things. How far off is it? Any? Idea? I would I would no. say that we will be able to utilize it in two years, three mm. years. Mm. I think Google will be using it now. Mm, for so sure. the last example I'll give you um, is is about checking uh, checking the hours mm. at at a place of work. So j- just play the play this grab of a computer calling a store to find out when they're open. How can I help you? Hello? Hello, what's up, man? Hey, um, I wanted to know what are your hours for today? 10 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Okay, got it. Thank you for your time. No problem, sir. So bloke at the, at the store is just going, yeah, cool, he wants to come by. Doesn't yep. think anything of it. But Google has now interpreted that information, and they've now updated the Google listing mm. of that store with the exact opening hours, mm, yeah. right? Rather than hoping that someone 10 years ago updated it right or whatever, yep. they've now got the exact opening hours. Yep. They gave the example that you're on Anzac Day or whatever public mm. holiday, they can they could check all these stores and yep. have accurate listings. Mm. See, that's cool. I reckon Google would be doing that within a year. Mm. That's a great idea. But then you start thinking, well, that's just a call to collect data. Mm. How many times can they use that for any other purpose as oh, well? Yeah. The price of something, whatever yeah. it is. And imagine, imagine ringing all the servos in Sydney finding out their price for petrol. The last thing I'd say about it is in. there's some people in our world, the tech world, yep. that think this is just not stupid. They think it's amazing, but they mm. think we won't need this because obviously there'll be APIs and ways yep. for computers to interact with pricing systems. And bo- No, mate. Not all My mum's pub, if she lives for another 20 years, it will not have an online booking system mm. yep. or accurate Google hours mm. ever. Yeah. So... So this has got a life of... Like, absolutely. I think yeah. we're going to need the equivalent of a do not call register, a do not be called by a robot register. Mm. You need to be able to opt out of this. Yeah. Because it is pretty spooky. I don't know how they do it. Well, if it, if it was based on the incoming number. So if you, yeah. if you could actually block they can, calls they can, from... They can, yeah, spoof, they they can spoof incoming yeah. numbers. But could it spoof an actual mobile number? Yeah. Well, then... <clears> what's happening now is a scam. Just get ready to accept it. Mm. That's it. Really? Anyway, I, I... Is there anything wrong with it? Well, like if, if yeah, I deception. Call, it's, it's deceptive. Yeah. How? It's, well, you, mate, I'm you still on the I other. I'm still like in control. I would feel like a serious fool if I spent five minutes engaging with an artificial r- Not if I'm getting robot. value from the conversation. It's the same as if a real person rang. If I'm getting no value from that call, I'm hanging out. But eventually, surveys and all these places, restaurants that are getting called about opening times is going to go, oh, we've got another one, another robot asking the same question. Yeah. yeah. You know. And you have fun with it. Yeah, I it's the same know. same way. It's going to happen. It's fascinating tech, but like ten years ago, you just think this is lunacy. But they're, they're putting That's, it off. This, I think, that is the yeah. the simple mm. reason this is worth talking about is because yeah. most people's minds are blown mm, by that. For example. sure, mm. I think it's amazing. Out of all the things you've written on EFTM this year, that was probably the one article I read, and I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> it was, I was, Trev I, I, I was blown it. away. I don't, I'm just I'm looking at you because I don't look at Trev because you still haven't read my ones. No. Yeah. No, who would? Yeah. Um, so we'd, I'd love your thoughts. Uh, if you want to jump on the Facebook page or the uh, the Twitters uh, at EFTM, let us know what you think because um, this is the future, folks. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. Yeah, so we 
review a lot of cars, as you know. Tech, cars, and lifestyle, that's what we do here. What have you adopted this voice for? Is this your, <laughs> is this your move into FM radio, this, Bowen? Yeah, we're going to play an ad break free 50 and uh, never play more than two in a row this hour. Coming up soon, the cash call. The cash call and the secret sound. 1-800-157-157. Give us a call. It's a quarter past the hour. Now, look, I've been driving <laughs> got the Ford Focus RS yes. limited edition this week. And look, we've driven the, the Focus before. You even went to the launch. I went to the launch of this and did some drifting. RS. You, you did, did some drifting. drifting. It's got the controversial drift mode. Hmm. But it made me think about a few things before we get to the car. Doesn't Ford have a, a terrific lineup of performance vehicles in lieu and in light of scrapping the Falcons and the FPVs hmm. and, good point. And, and the like? They you've got do. The Fiesta ST, you've got the RS, you've got the Mustang pair, the EcoBoost, which is still pretty handy, yeah. the GT. Like, it's a stellar lineup if you want a good point. bit of bang for your buck. Do, do you know, look at Holden, they've got Duck Egg, and, a hero. And, and they yeah. rely on an external third party, HSV, to provide that performance division. Yeah. Who no longer is. And, well, well they're struggling. They I mean, well, like, they're, they're coming up with a branded Colorado. Which has got no performance improvement. You, know, you wouldn't say it's a performance. I mean, yeah. they, they can't apply any performance tuning what is that? to anything and, and they're the doing the right-hand drive conversion of the Camaro yeah, the, the, and the Silverado um, like, that's uh, about all they've is got is that their business model and they aren't and so far and they I, aren't touching remember, the Commodore right remember it was I just want one yeah exactly Where's who that? wants one what do you want now anyone <laughs> but look mate, this is a great car yeah. in fact I, I haven't driven an RS before um, it's great isn't it it's got to be the best hot, chat, hot hatch around some people call it a hyper hatch Hyper. Oh, I'm not sure. just, is that another category? No, I, I, that's just stupid. I'm not yes, comfortable yeah, with it's that. It's hotter than most hot hatches, right? Sure. But that's just Ford's decision to make it hotter. Yeah. It's a yeah. bloody hot hatch. It's awesome. But it's not hyper cost. When, when, when you say hyper hatch, mm. I'm thinking mm. um, like an A45 Mercedes, which mm. is still a hatch, yeah, yeah, yeah. but almost a hundred grand. Yeah. This is what, uh, 56? So uh, an extra six grand over the, the typical RS. It runs on rails. Where did you take it curvy? Yeah, I did a lot of driving out the the you know the back way through my place, which nice. is semi rural. Lots of twisty bits around there, but I took it relatively easy. Certainly can't experience the drift mode function. No, you know what drift mode? No. Drift mode is is for people who will go to a track yeah, and find a skid pan and, and have some bands. fun, right? But right. the average Joe's not even going to give it a whirl. And I assume the way that works is an all-wheel drive vehicle. It, it basically sends all the power to the rear wheels, which you yeah. need for drifting. It manipulates the power, and, and, and you manage to pull it off. Really, it's an easy thing to drift. Yeah. In fact, it's easy to get sideways even really? without the drift mode on. But remember, we did it on a skid pan yeah, with yeah, an sure. instructor there. But yeah. you know, I got a, I got a couple of circles of drifting, which is mm. a, cool. a thrilling thing to do. Yeah. So look, with the is it rough though? A rough ride? Oh, it's a punish. Is it it really? follows every rut, every undulation. A tram lines all over the shop. Mm. Um, you really need to be on the freeway to be comfortable. But but you got the so it comes with Recaro seats, which are rock hard. I mean, they're dead set racing seats. Um, it's got a limited slip front differential over the the normal model, which gives you extra traction at the front end, mm. which transfers power from wheel to wheel as you need it. Uh, it does come with autonomous emergency braking over and above the normal RS, which so is important. New, new paint, mm. beautiful. Yes, we'll get to that in a sec. Beautiful blue paint, I love it. Huge. Do you love that blue? I, I love it. Nitrous. I love it in the in the Nitrous Mustang blue. too. What about yeah, what about the previous similar. RS had that green? Yeah, the green was good. I like that. Do you reckon it's reselling though? Like, do you reckon this blue will have a long life? Well, there's only 500 of them, so time will tell. It yeah. went on sale late last year. Look at the size of the wing. Uh, you can see it on the website, eftm.com. It's huge. It's actually not as ridiculous as like Subaru's crazy ah, ones well, on the they're crazy. Though, right? they, they are crazy. Yeah. You've got some great Michelin tyres, which you can find on a Ferrari. Um, so lots of expensive options. In fact, there are no options on this car. What you get... No. Is what I like you get. that. It's and a one. It's a one piece. This is just like it's almost like a. It is like a race car. It's um, basically like a stripped back race car. That's how yeah. it feels. Yeah. Although when you sit in it, you still get that focus feeling. Uh, I don't like what Ford do with most of their interiors. I was about to ask about the interior. Have they got still got that Sony Explode interior going on? Yeah. They used to have all those badges everywhere, and it's got Sony speaker. Not the Explode. Though. I remember it was yeah. in the old That's days. That's right. It was. They did yeah. too. Yeah. It's a bit of the Mustang's got the shaker system. That's right. It's, got, it's not even. I always thought it was. It was some sort of you know cue back to the old XYs yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the cabin's fairly bland. Uh, I like the infotainment system Sync Three, um, Apple CarPlay, yeah, you know or Android. True. So, so Ford, that's my relationship with Ford is all based around Sync, right? Because yeah. yeah. a million years ago they wanted to push Sync and then Sync yeah. Two. Mm-hmm. Look, they were they were advanced systems, yeah. but they lacked what exists today, mm. which is partly Apple CarPlay, but mm. secondly, it's just the simplicity of their user interface. Mm. Yeah. They've nailed it. You know, really simple, good. lower, lower. Uh, I guess, third that is the, the kind mm. of basic option yeah. buttons. The, yeah, it's it's easy to navigate. It's easy mm. to use. It's a big screen too, 8-inch. I think oh, that's yeah. best in category. 
Uh, mm. Mate, the 257 kilowatts. It's so a I, joke. When I got in it, I'm thinking, well, I drove the Hyundai i30N recently. It's around 202 kilowatts. That is that is an all-rounder hot hatch, right? So yeah. it, it's comfortable when you need it to be mm. and then really racy when you want to get, hit the track. This is not... It's never comfortable. It's purely racy. Like, it's a punish. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, I got sick of it. In fact, I was going to offer it to you to drive down to... Young, which is mm. a good... Well, how far is that? 250 k's, probably more. 300 yeah, three, k's. 350, yeah. And mm. it, you wouldn't have been able to handle it once you got off the I would have loved the it. The kids would have hated it. Yeah. Would've well, that's bouncy. I was thinking about the kids. Thanks, mate. Six-speed manual, lots of torque. There's an overboost function. You get up to 470 newton meters of torque. Look, as, as some of these cars manufacture that snap, crackle, pop from the exhaust. It's genuine, it's and genuine. it doesn't happen all the time. You really need to, to be doing it. some aggressive upshifts to, to get it to fart, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm. Uh, it, it's Look, it's just so well-balanced. There's no body roll. It's got adaptive suspension. I love it. I, I really, really love the Ford Focus yeah. RS. And the limited edition is a bit of extra candy, I guess, and some people so will go for it. So you only recently drove the Hyundai i30N. Yeah, yeah. the launch. Hot hatch. Yeah. I mean, forget price. Just mm. it, it's better than that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. As a performance it's far more car, powerful as a yeah. performance yeah. car, yeah. yeah. But yeah. as a daily driver, you'd probably yeah. go the i30. Uh, yeah, well, you would. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't live with the Focus. I mean, it's that's a weekend car, whereas mm. the i30 and it's something you can have fun and in, they're, on the weekends. It drives to work during the week. They're both manual only, aren't they? Yeah, six-speed so, manuals. Sucked in, Jeff. And, and this is a yeah, great manual, Jeff. I know you struggle. Yeah. With what do you mean by a great manual? It's, it's just, just move short the shifts. It's simple. The clutch is beautiful. Don't engage with him. There is a very big difference between manual gearboxes, Jeff. It's called the gate. There's a bunch of different things about the clutch. Mm. There's a lot of you reasons do a bit of why... You healing if you're good enough. Yeah, why oh. one clutch, one gearbox is much better than the next, mate. So, Granny shifting. To put it in perspective, this will get to 100Ks there in 4.7 seconds. It's fast. I-30 ends about 6.1, so blow it out of the park. Super quick, yeah. yeah. Uh, track mode, drift mode. Anyway, look, it's just the... It's probably the best hot hatch I've driven. Um, I'm just th- trying to think of some of the others. I mean, we had a Megan RS at one point yeah, well, yeah. and things like that. But look, uh, great exhaust note. Turns heads. 56 grand, a lot of money on a hatchback. That's a bit of a punish to drive daily. But Buy look, a full-size key. Turns heads. And it's, part, <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. That's it's a good comparison. Part of a great lineup for Ford. I think it's important. Do you for... want to talk about the carnival? <laughs> Do you want to talk about the new car? Let, let me just quickly. In the EFTM garage. Let, let me. Uh, in, in about three episodes, I'll talk about the full, the full review because yeah, I'm, right. I'm, what I'm doing for and people that have followed know that we were looking at a carnival to replace the Commodore. Yeah. So I've, uh, there's a new they call they call it PE. Um, yeah. Uh, what they, what's that stand for? Um, performance. Before, no. Uh, something enhancement. So product enhancement. Product so essentially, it's the same bloody car with yeah. some tweaks. Right. Okay. You know, they've all, like good tweaks, autonomous, yeah. emergency braking, in all, all of them and yeah. stuff like that. Um, new yeah. gearbox. There's a lot of things, but. New so, gearbox. Yeah, uh, up, uh, eight, six, eight speed instead of six and oh, stuff right, like okay. that. Yeah, I sent you the notes. They but, do struggle with transmissions. Well, I, I, so I'm driving the, the base model right now. Yeah. And it's 42 grand. I went, oh my God, this is actually, I don't care about the leather trim. This mm. is good. Mm. But it's really simple. Can't own it yeah. because it doesn't have the electric doors, mm. the sliding doors. Now, and I'm, this is a genuine thing for anyone looking to buy a carnival. Mm. If you've got any hills or slopes, mm. anyway, my driveway is sloped quite heavy at mm. one end and, and not much at the other. Mm. Yeah. If you're parked in that, the kids either have to be very careful shutting them because they could get struck, you know, yeah, struck yeah. by it, yeah, okay. or they can't bloody close them because because yeah. they got to pull them uphill. It's too heavy. So the, that's why you need the automatic doors. Yeah, sure. so you got to go sides the doors. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. So you got to go up to. You, I looked tonight. Tonight you got to spend about fifty five grand to get the SLI, which has the yeah. the doors and and, and the leather as but mate, well. I don't care. Bigger rims, but uh, more attractive. Get the Apple side, CarPlay get in the base steps. model. You know, side yeah. steps. You can get sidesteps. That's a aftermarket option. You yeah. can. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's not a factory fitted, anyway, actually. So I'll, uh, sidesteps, yeah. bro. I'll keep it's people updated by the social medias on the carnivals Spoiler. over the next few weeks. But uh, in, a f- in a few weeks, we'll talk about the full carnival How long range. have you got it for? A week? Or? I've got each one for a week. Oh, have so you? So I've got three weeks worth of carnivals. Didn't see those in the yeah, car. Are they in the yeah, carnival? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to drive anyway. Okay. Every now and then, I like to have a look at what you guys are getting. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a few good ones in a few weeks, mate. Yeah, mate. They're not in the diary, though, yes. I like coffee machines. I haven't seen one recently. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. And we do it thanks to good people at Trend Micro. You can pick up Trend Micro's maximum security product, which gives you six device protection. Protects against ransomware. It's 100 bucks. That's the protection you need. 24-7 uh, premium support is also available in their premium product. But, you know, the maximum security product is going to 
uh, secure you when you're doing your online banking, your shopping. It's going to manage and encrypt your passwords. It works across PC, Mac, Android, and iOS devices. Uh, will guard against identity theft, protects against malware, malware, viruses, and spyware. It's got the latest artificial intelligence AI technology built in to protect you from the very latest threats that not even Trend Micro know about yet. So if you want more information on Trend Micro Maximum Security, just check out trendmicro.com.au. Over the last couple of weeks, I've had a couple of strange things happen to me at service stations, and one in particular, and I'm not going to name it because it's in my local area, not my immediate vicinity because it's a well-known petrol station and I love the bloke who runs it, but it's one just a little bit further down the road. It is a BP. <laughs> is it the one on, on a corner in a quite rural area? Well, that's in my area. No, no, no. I'm saying further than that. Like, there's on that... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, no so that's, not... that's towards Maruta or Moralia. Okay. Yeah, no, it's another one. Anyway, look, a couple of weeks ago, I went there, and you know, sometimes you have problems with the pump. Like, it just won't activate. They for haven't some turned reason. it on yet. They haven't turned it on. Yeah, I'm waving at the bloke because I'm just there with the trigger, nothing's doing, and I'm waving through the window. And he's got those, you know, tinted windows you pull down. It's like, you know, cellophane yeah. almost for nighttime. So I'm thinking the bloke. Can't no, for see. sun, mate. For sun. Oh, not the blind they use. Yeah, it's for like a plastic security. blind they pull down. No, yeah. it's not a security blind. Yeah. So I'm waving at the bloke, and I'm thinking. <laughs> I got to, I'm running late, so I go over. Can you see him? No, I no, couldn't so, see him. Yeah, because him. of the blind, you literally yeah, couldn't see him. I just assumed he could he see him. He should be there behind I'm the counter. He's been yeah. there for a good two minutes. Mm. I walk over to the, the sliding doors, and they don't open. And then I look up, and there's a small sign, like, you know, it's reasonably visible, about half the size of an A4 sheet of paper that says, back in five minutes. Yep. Now, this is a service station, a BP. Yeah. It, Handwritten? It's a one-man operated service of station. Of course it is. Obviously. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's not handwritten. He's typed it out. So I just thought, well, that's it, unusual. Why is that? He's away for five minutes. It's a service station, not a news agent, Jeff. He's, he's going he to, to take and, a dump. Correct. Yeah, he's going to service himself, well, that's mate. what I thought. Whoa. <laughs> As in, yes, he's yeah. going to the bathroom. It's pretty early in the morning. I thought, this is peak hour. You just and had a coffee? Someone else, had, I'm pretty sure, had gone through the same thing and had just taken off. So I said, well, that's fine. 7-Eleven Mobile gets my business. I'm really left. starting to identify this place, aren't I? Because I'm known in the area. Hope he's not listening. I'm the car guy. He used to be on the radio. <laughs> no, so you, really. you left and you just went, I'm oh, not waiting. Well, I'm not what gonna was wait. he going to do? Wait because around for five minutes? I don't think it was he already waited for two. It could well be half an hour. We don't know. Well, that's right. That's the whole point of the five-minute thing. It's, it's a load a of rubbish. He's not going to say back at 30. Because that's puts you off. You'd absolutely lose business. Then yeah. that would be misleading, guys. Yeah. That would be misleading. Oh, you're going to take him to the ACCC? Or you'd have to have a chat then, wouldn't you? Yeah. Look. Yeah. You said five. Would five. you put the stopwatch on? No, but he'd already been waiting for two. Maybe yeah. wait the extra three and give him benefit of the doubt. Now, look, what are the odds today in, in <laughs> podcasting world time? And right. I don't go to servos all that often. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be a regular occurrence. I'll go back there. Yeah. And there's the side again. He didn't get me this time. I've gone trigger, trigger, nah, nothing. Looked over the car. You saw the sign. And there's the bloody sign. Seriously. I walked over to the door just to triple check and I looked inside. Couldn't see anything. Lights are on. Fridges are on. Everything's on. Poor There's no got, other cars around. He's got IBS, wasn't he? He's got IBS. That's irritable bowel syndrome, yeah. Trev. Which I know, we'll have after it. these tablets, by the way. Yeah. Mate, really <laughs> my fingers smell, my breath smells. It's yeah. awful. So what, what's going on? Mate, I'm, you know, it's it's fascinating to me because yeah. often you get that night mode where they, they lock the doors until they see you and they press the button yes. because they're, yeah. they're on their own. They're out and they're doing shelf work before they go back out the back. Yeah. Yeah. I find that the most awkward thing about service well, stations. Today. Like really? I've pulled yeah. up. Now, granted, a lot of the time it's for that late night milk run or something because I'm assuming if they notice that you're filling up that they're going to go back and do stuff. But if you mm. pull into a servo just for some milk or a water or something yeah. and you, you basically then you're, you're at the door within 30 seconds of pulling yeah. up, yeah. mate, I hate that awkward feeling of going, okay, hello, yeah. and, and they're not looking either. Yeah. They're, they're not looking. You've got to wait until they notice that. You've yeah. either got to press a doorbell or bang on the door. you got to bang. I had, I had that today, though. I walked up to the glass. He was sort of amongst the shelves, saw me, dawdled back. Opens the door, I'm like, thanks. And I had to go grab my juice. And it was just, I hate that that whole interaction thing. And there's some, when it's very late at night, you have to order through the small yeah, peep hole. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, nah, I, I, I brush, I abandon that. You don't do it? Nah, because I don't want to go up my say, can I have a Coke, no. a Mars bar, and a paddle pop, please? It's pretty awkward. Cause you, and he has to go and fetch it. And you're like, no, nah, not that one, the smaller <laughs> yeah, size. Right. Yeah. And he's like, this one, this one. Like, Mate, horrible. can I have a healthy nut bar? And while you're there, get my wife a Coke, a chocolate, and a paddle pop, <laughs> Were please. Were you with us in Vegas when we went to the bottle shop? 
Uh, oh, the one out, no, the, the, scary. That had a lazy Susan device to access the bell. Oh my, that was the Mate. scariest joint. We were, Trevor wasn't there. No, he wasn't. It was us and yeah. Rob, I think. Yeah, Flipsy. yeah, yeah. Flipsy. Flipsy. And we walked in and you had to put the drink on a carousel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The carousel kind of turned toward the cashier. Yeah. They would Fully swipe it or whatever. Glass. Yeah, and then you had to sort of put your money in the same sort of situation. <laughs> yes. Like it was yeah. really and bad. Like we were, it was like being on Grand Theft Auto. We were surrounded by that type of people. That yeah. sort of clientele just looking it at us. It was very gangster. Yeah. Yeah. How right. often do you reckon they change the combination lock on the, like at the show where they got the big glass cage? Oh, mate, uh, that that because, no, because they've got it's so many staff. Yeah, like, how do you get that out? And I've got to tell you, mm. that's a two minute job to crack. Yeah. Because you've only got to come in in the morning, get yeah. a Coke and stand there for 20 seconds and see the code and then True. you're back. I mean, yeah. I find that whole thing. Because they well, leave the door open. Steal? I mean, from a survey these days, I mean... Oh, I the, think they're after the cash behind the yeah, counter. Yeah, but, but it's all time. on time delay. There's hardly any it's hard, until... Hard work these yeah. days. Uh, and, You've and done a lot of research. Stealing yeah. the ciggies is not a go anymore. They're and, all and you, and you clear the tills heaps throughout the day. Like, yeah, while yeah. We're, while we're talking much. criminal uh, activity, did <laughs> right. you see the story in Melbourne about an ATM on the side of the road? No. no. Someone pulled. <laughs> it was one like on, you know, Neil Mitchell's show or the, the Ross and John in Melbourne. They they like Blake Rings are going, mate, there's a police car on the side of the road just standing next to an ATM. <laughs> and they're fair dinkum. Someone's the news it. bulletin said police are asking for assistance from anyone who may have lost an ATM. Oh, okay. serious? <laughs> so they've dragged it out. They've of dragged it out and gone, oh, we can't get it, get into it. We'll just dump yeah, it. Yeah, mate, those wow. things are indestructible, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And then really? often when you open them up, ink explodes and covers all the notes anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Even though they're plastic, you could wash them. Yeah, well. I mean, you could. Could you? Well, it's plastic. You Our money's laundered the plastic. money. Yeah, you can put no, whatever ink you want on no, it. I think it can be. It can be um, penetrated by some form yeah, of I'm dye. Saying, it's yeah. a dye as yeah. opposed to an ink. It's good. Yeah. I think yeah. dye you and ink are two different things. A bomb. No one would ever go near an ATM, would they? <laughs> Bit of danger there for the poor blokes from Armageddon who want to stop it. Oh, no, they had to work around it. Have you ever seen those guys do the money change over? Yeah, they, oh, I always feel like like I'm a threat. Yeah, they look at makes you, me like, nervous. He comes one. The, you he know, should be wearing that beanie. No, yeah, makes me nervous. They got guns too, those blokes. Yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're all packed, and, they, and like, there's always school. one off somewhere. Yeah, they got wooden handle guns. Yeah, I think they're all ex ex veterans or something. Because <laughs> they they all look they look a bit angry. They're a bit suspect. <laughs> just the stuff you come out with, Jeff. Um, anyway, BP, just five minutes. It's like, it's open up. It's your job. Twenty four seven service station. It's a myth. Mm-hmm. That's a good sting. I know we uh, we don't like playing our lives out uh, and our planning over the podcast here, but I wanted to discuss with you uh, the end of year because I'm currently in the middle of a travel ban. Yeah, um, yeah which is going grounded. really well. Yeah, like I'm loving it actually. Do well. I'm loving being yeah. home. Really? Yeah. Right. I see. The not kids missing so all much. those frequent flyer points. I am now. I'm platinum in, in two areas. So I'm just hoping for a little bit of Qantas action over the next month and a half. Yeah, that'll get enough. me platinum there as well. Yeah. Okay. But there's no place like home. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. no. Vegas is pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah that's how you just yeah, But it's, it feels like home. Um, oh, so I was looking at that. I was with the Stig today doing some work, yep. and um, we were talking about all the stuff coming up because uh, we do Berlin. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Bowen, you did Frankfurt last year. Was that just after I was in Berlin or was it before? Oh, I don't know. September it was. Mate, we've got to start thinking about that. Yeah. Well, I was sending an invite. Yeah, well, we, we got to, sometimes you got to play there. Anyway, I was, talk, I was talking about Berlin. So there's these three big shows every year the yep. CES, IFA, and yep. MWC. But IFA mm. is in Berlin, it's mm. a big show. And I was discussing with the Stig how we would approach EFA this year because yeah. the Today Show commitments are a bit heavier mm. and, and different stuff. And my question is very simple, Jeff. Mm. Can you come? When is it? Uh, oh, the, the, the event yeah. is 31st of August to the 5th of September. No. Why not? Mate, that is a due date. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, it's due date. That is due date. That's, oh. dead, that's the, dead set due date. What's due date? 31st. Oh, 26th of August. So you can't come even if... Even, what if he's born? Oh, no, even worse if he's born, isn't it? Oh, you reckon? Yeah, no, I reckon if he's just born, it'd be worse than Can't before rush born, right? Because I'm going away in June. I'm going to San Fran for an, uh, an event. You're going away in June? Yeah, which yeah. is a, an eight-week gap. I'm pretty sure the kid's not going to come eight weeks early. How long's the, the, the trip? Just a week. But, but I can't do oh, She's mate, heavily pregnant at that stage. Trev, that'd be... Uh, yeah, that one is a no. Well, Bowen, I, I, feel like, I feel like he's passed the test. That's good. We're really proud of you, Jeff. immediately, actually. We're proud of you, Jeff. Oh, I am proud of you. We were worried. Despite your beanie. The, yeah. And your beard. Apart from what the fact you, you look like a goose. What do you mean? We were worried you were going to say, yeah, nah, be sweet. Oh, that's a pretty big one, though, Trev. No. A, a week old. Berlin, mate. 
Oh, you know I what? haven't been to Berlin. I'd, I'd like Mate, I'd you're not going to today show. I mean, I'd, <laughs> not going. I'd, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be good. Test. I'd not be even, good for not it. Not even on the cards, yeah. mate. But it you know what test. I mean? Like, I'd, I, but even if I said yes, you'd probably find a way to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, it would be pretty amazing to have me there. Yeah, it would. But I just, <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah, so what? Ha- no, well, you, so you can't go because you're travel van. No, I'm going. But you're I going because of the because the extra Today Show work. I thought I could do with an extra body on the ground that actually gets some work done. Look, that's I'm talking to him, not you. Anything changes, I'll let you know. I'm obviously available. Yeah, but I want somebody who's getting the work done. Oh, oh wow. No. So, yeah. what do you need? I'll carry bags. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes Any early, cars? maybe. Like, if it comes. Up. So, Jeff, mate, if I just said, so I said you'd pass I'll be okay. the test. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know. Don't dig yourself into a Mate, hole. let That's me tough. tell you. So, how many weeks would it have been a yes? If the, if the due date was the 1st of August? <laughs> If what you're would on you leave? It'd and- be, oh yeah, that's the thing. I'm actually off work for that month, Trev. Like, from a work perspective, no problem. It's the whole, hey, there's like, you're, you're cutting the cord or you're yeah. getting on the plane sort of thing. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's very close. So my question is, the if the due date was the 1st of August, what would your response be? <laughs> oh, got to talk to the wife. I'd okay. have to Again, have the that's conversation. a pass. That's a pass. pass. That's, oh, I don't know, mate. That's because then I'd have to take an extra month of paternity leave. Mate, you can talk to your wife all you want. <laughs> I reckon it, when it actually happens, Hang you on, change stop. your mind. Have you already put in the paternity leave? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You don't put it in, mate. You, you... Yeah, yeah, from birth. I've said Yeah, from but the birth, birth could come, you, know, you complete a, idiot. Unless, the birth... you, unless you book it in. No, it's not. There's no such thing as book it. It's, yes, there oh, is. Well, there you is. complete well, it depends idiot. on how she wants to go Our company is very different. Yeah. So I've just said No, I'm talking about the birth. Oh, booked birth? Yes. How am I supposed to book a human being to give birth? Birth have trip. you even have you been to obstetrician appointments? Yeah, multiple. Okay, so you're aware that the bur- the baby can come out two ways. Correct. Yeah, one of cut them cut it out or push it out. One yeah. of them can be planned. Put it delicately. Yeah, yeah. They haven't gotten to that point yet. I don't okay. think they've decided whether it's going to go through the zipper or not. <laughs> so we're uh, we're still in planning phases, I guess. But at the moment, end of August is our uh, drop date. Yeah. So drop if it. if they say we've got to cut it out instead, yeah, no worries. Mate, you can't talk like that. Really well, they have to use a scalpel, don't mate, they? Mate, you can't talk like <laughs> that. Sharp it is a cut. Does your yeah. wife listen to this? She stays no, awake too. Sometimes. That's really good because why? It is called cutting it out, though, isn't it? No, it, it's called a cesarean section. The end of the sea. It's, it it's a cut. It's a cut to the stomach. I mean, we've got some people listening okay. to the show no, who don't stop. need to. And you can watch it if you Mo want. On. Move on. This is the FTM podcast. Can we talk about Berlin later, by the way? Yep. Cut it out. Literally. Yeah. Bodog. Yeah. I'll lead into this. Okay. Okay. Nissan. Hmm. Have exited the supercars. Well, so they should. Oh, did they? Well, I mean, the Ultima is still going to be around oh. for a couple of years. They just don't have Nissan backing them. Yeah, so let's explain this. The Nissan, Kelly Brothers. Nissan Factory supported the Kelly Brothers creating a race team yep. with and building a, a Nissan Altima supercar. Yeah. The Altima came to Australia a year after that mm-hmm. and disappeared quickly later. 2017. There is no sedan Mm. On sale at Nissan, they're all SUVs, yep. right? Yeah. Mm. So it's kind of crazy that they're in it at all. Oh, and, and the and the what's it called, the Navara. Mm. Um, so it's kind of crazy that they're in it, and they had a new CEO Sorry. who's not as motorsport Richard friendly. Emery. No, he's well, gone. He's gone, and there's a new one. Yeah. Emery so Richard was Emery was was heavy supporter. Yep. Um, the new bloke obviously isn't, and they've pulled out a supercar. So that means that Nissan's not funding the team. They're not not, not giving support to the team, but. Mm. You know, they've, they've invested so much money in these cars that mm. Todd and Rick Kelly are going to keep driving it at least for one more year, possibly mm. longer. Okay. Mm. Very much like Erebus did with the Mercedes mm-hmm. early on. It wasn't a Mercedes team, it was the Erebus team. Yeah. Uh, they just happened to be Mercedes cars, but they had no factory support. So, mm. so just, they've done all the development themselves, the aero kit, the yeah. engine yeah. itself they've developed. It's a shell, right? Yeah. Everything yeah. else is kit. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, the engine—the engine is a team development it. thing. Yeah. yeah. The shell has to be homologated yeah. um, for the aero. Car of the future. I, I just look. I'm I'm a bit sad because I, I was always I was a Nissan fan as a yeah. kid. I, I was a you know, Mark Scaife, Jim Richards fan, mm. so I love the fact that they were back. Very mm. different Nissans, though. Yeah. No, totally. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. I love the fact that they got back in at for that sure. point. Yes. But it, I, I just wonder where do you reckon supercars is on the way back up because of the Mustang thing, or do you reckon? We're in a complete lull or potentially drop because they're going back to being Ford and Holden, we don't Commodore know. and a Mustang. We're in purgatory. That's where we are. I, I reckon we don't know where it's headed. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to go more towards the the GTP series that they use mm. that they have. I don't know if they still do it, mm. but you're going to have Mustangs on the grid. Why wouldn't Nissan maybe no, no. bring in a 
a skyline onto the grid or something GTR like that. GTR is the obvious one. But, but hang on, stop. You know what I mean? They've pulled just, out. I've just announced yes. that they've pulled out, Of mate. course they and They're not going to develop themselves I'm, I'm, the Kelly Brothers, the GTR. Correct. But what I'm, what I'm saying is I don't, I don't think you're going to have just Holden and Ford because that would be terribly boring mm. in, hang the, on. in the current layout of cars. Well, that's, what is, <laughs> that's what's happening. Is he listening? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. That is what's happening next year. you're thinking further on down the track. I'm always thinking further ahead. Just further ahead. Always got a bit more of a vision. Yeah, this is how IT guys think. You know, talking about three years from now because yeah. change in sport takes a long time. It does and I, I think you'll it'll get to a more production car series mm. where you'll start to go. You've got a Nissan GTR on the grid. You've got the Mustang. You've got whatever Holden's going to mm. throw on there. And well, yes, they'll have to have some sort of thing to level them out. Mm. But why not bring it back to what what it used to be when Tirana when Holden brought out the new Tirana? That was the thing that was showing mm. up. That at is Bathurst. not going to happen, mate. That no. would be the best way it could go. That is a million percent not going to happen. What about, well, there's always a chance. They had no, no success. No, a million percent is not. It won't happen. Always a but, chance. One percent. Having no success, One. basically, has got to be a major I've just realised this is what Jeff sounds offering. like when he's talking at his ass. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> How many... They had a couple of wins, a couple of pole positions, basically. Yeah. That's obviously Nissan. played a huge role. Yeah, I mean, look, they've done actually quite well this year. They've, yeah, they've been up, up the grid a bit this year, but... Yeah. Yeah, you can't say it's been successful. No. At all. Yeah. But then the my my you're always left my mind is now left lingering, mm. thinking, what if Scully McLaughlin or Jamie Wincup or mm. Van Gisbergen was in an Nissan? Mm. Kelly's a great Simona's a good driver, mm. um they've had James Moffat. They have a bunch of people through the cars. Mm. But could a genuine super superstar mm. could could they have done more with the car? I, you know, I think in you're just left wondering that. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. it's clearly got mm. some pace. Mm. I just I wonder whether it, it's it's fallen uh, flat because of the driver lineup. I don't know. I, I think I think Nissan fans gravitate towards supercars in general, don't they? Mm. Like, despite the fact it's largely Holden and Ford, I think Nissan people are still they accept Holden and Ford, which is why Nissan slips in so well. Well, I think in the end, what we're getting to. Yeah. Is a driver based, yeah. driver and team based sport that's not car driven. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but there'll be a people, lot of people, what I mean people are going to start following Penske and Andretti and those mm. brands mm. as, and it doesn't matter what you're driving. What I mean is, there'd be a lot of people who own a Navara who also own a Commodore or a Falcon yeah. or even a Mustang. Yeah. yeah. So they, they go outside their brand potentially. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it is disappointing. I mean, the yeah, Skyline. Yeah, I think, I think it's sad. Yeah, the Skyline. What was the R32? R32, wasn't it? yeah, 1991. Yeah. I mean, that, t- I mean, that was the thing. They changed it the was, rules after it, it for was a couple car. of decades because it was so good. Yeah, it, it that's was, the reason we're never yeah. going back to that, Jeff, is mm. because the cars yes. could literally change the whole category. I agree. Mm. But the, the, the car that Nissan chose to mm. put onto the grid in supercars was not a car that people aspire to own. Mm. Whereas the Falcon or the Commodore kind of was or maybe still is in a lot of people's minds. Mm. You can see how successful the SS Commodore was, for mm. example. Should have run the Pulsar, yeah? Well, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, is if, if they could have put the shell of the GTR onto it, yeah. it would have been much more of a... People would be more oh, interested in, the, in this in team if it was just the shell. I'm not saying yeah. an all-wheel drive car or anything like that, but just take the shell mm. because the issue was they couldn't have a two-door car on the grid. Mm. Now they're changing that for Mustang. Yep. If Nissan was in there for one more year, you'd put the shell of the GTR on there. That, but that's a, a reason. All-wheel point. drive as well and turbo. I mean, there's all so many different variables. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's an interesting change in the sport yeah. and we'll follow it. It's a shame. It's a shame to lose any brand. I mean, we lost Volvo. And Mercedes. Yeah, I mean, Volvo was good, yeah, yeah too. They exactly. looked so good on the grid, the yeah, Volvos. Did, yeah. oh. But you know what? I was thinking about it just before. Before we go on, five or six years' time, we're going to see probably electric supercars. The V8s will be gone. It's, All these it's, manufacturers are going down electric paths. So why are they you, going to develop race cars that on. are gasoline powered? Have you watched a Formula E race? Oh, yet? it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's so boring. But I think that's where we're headed. I don't know. In fact, I know we are. I'm really worried about it. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Good times. And we do the show thanks to the good people at Alcatel. I uh, caught up with the uh, team from Alcatel this week, and I can't tell you anything I saw, but it's pretty awesome what's coming uh, later this year from Alcatel. And there's some big changes in the Telco game, so you're going to see a lot more Alcatel devices in the Telco stores. But I've also been playing with the Alcatel Plus 12, which is a little um, little tablet. It's a 12-inch Windows tablet. Mm. You can get it from Vodafone, 28 bucks a month, with a little um, Wi-Fi dongle, so you're getting uh, data and the tablet for 28 bucks a month on a, on a two-year deal. Um, the Alcatel Plus 12 Windows computer for 28 bucks a month. Check it out at Vodafone.com.au. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. So just to um, 
turn things around a little bit differently. I know we talk about big manly things on the show normally, and yeah. this week and last week I was sent two different packages. Uh, one was from a company called Handsome, the other was from a company called Bulldog. Mm. Neither of them got you right. Got me right. You're neither handsome nor a bulldog. Right. Okay, good. So one of the things that uh, that they are mm. and that they mostly sell is moisturizers. Mm. And I know why they sent it to me. Gorgeous. But thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mark. Um, so my question to you guys, which I put on the run sheet, was do you moisturize? No. Nothing? No. Okay. Bowen? Oh, I have. Yep. I'll admit. Yeah. But nothing beyond Nivea for men. Okay. And, oh. I, and I find, to be honest, it just clogs my pores. And, oh, look, full and, and, disclosure, I have, because I've in the past tested product and of gone, course, well, what's yeah, the yeah. point of this? Like, you know, yeah, you put yeah. it on for three days, does it make me feel any different? No. Right. So I, when you shave, do you at least put a, some sort of like balm, balm on? Balm? No, I don't. Yeah. No. I'm big on facial cleansers. Gillette cream. What's it, you know? Yeah, but like there's, there's an electric shaver. So. Th- there's a shaving cream. Yeah, so you what's shave. the difference between a cleanser and a moisturizer? So a facial wash, which yeah. has got, you know, micro beads to exfoliate yeah, yeah. and moisturize. Soap. So you do that. I do do that. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, like, and I gravitate from brand to brand. You know, I yeah. go for pretty. There's no loyalty stuff. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm okay but in terms of after the shower and whacking on some moisturizer, it's just it just doesn't sit well with me. It's an extra thing to do, right? Yeah. Well, I just get yeah. oily skin and clogged pores. Is that why you probably should use it though? No, I don't think so. It just it just sort of doesn't. I feel like it doesn't actually get absorbed. It just sits mm. on my head all day. And I'm fascinated by it. Hey, look, I've aged gracefully. Like I've got an attractive wife. I, I don't care about wrinkles. Just don't yeah. care. You're gonna let it happen now. Did I? Let yeah. it go. Let it go. That's an interesting point because yeah. I mean, now that winter's come in. Yeah. You know, your skin dries out a lot more in winter. Yeah, well, that, I've got a Dyson humidifier which rectifies that problem. There'll be a review soon. Well, that's good. So I'll, I'll be yeah. completely honest. Yeah. I, I do uh, look at the products and think, what should I be using? Because sometimes, like, I got a little fucking spot here that's sure. it's annoying. There's stuff like, but yeah, exactly. in the end, I'm like, Bowen, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. You just don't worry about it. Don't okay. give a rat. I'm more concerned about when we get to a much heavier age mm. where you know you see some people on telly where they go, oh, I'm 60 years old, but you think, geez, they look young for their yeah. age, or they're they're 60 and they look 80. Mm. That's why I try and use moisturizers to try and avoid that, you know, huge cliff that you eventually hit yeah. where you just Do you look have to like, buy double for the nose? Look, you have to apply a bit extra, I'll be honest. It just dips it in. You just put your face like into it. I don't use a bottle, I use a bucket yeah. and just put my a face vat. in there. <laughs> you but, know what though? I think it's a myth. What's I think myth? it makes you look temporarily good this during the day. This is my point. I agree I, with you. I don't think your skin needs hydrating. I mean, that's you can hydrate from the inside. Drink more water. That's the key makes, to success. Makes a huge difference. Eat healthy. Yeah. I mean, where's that going? It's 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 yeah. it's it's yeah. hydrating your entire body. Yeah. And your yeah. your skin is your biggest organ, right? Yeah, that, that's true. So I in some respect. Great points, I look at guys. it. We, we've talked before. I don't know if it's on the podcast or whether it's someone else, but we've talked about like shower routines, whether you're using that squirty stuff loofah. or or uh, yeah, loofers loofah. or just soap, yeah, right? Loofah fan. And yeah, I'm like, for hundreds of years, people have just you know used soap. Yeah. I used to rub. I used to rub a soap bar. Just everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, was it like a in hotels? Stock, in hotels, that's what I do because I don't. I don't travel with. But my, my point I, is, I never set up enough. But mate, my, my point is, <laughs> it's not like we had. We have some massive skin drama right now because yeah. people years ago did that. Mm. The thing that ruins your skin is sun. You look at people yeah. who got leathery or not skin. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly yeah. right. And the thing that I I notice is you know like your your forehead your mm. and and what's it called here the the, the, the crow's feet, feet, crow yeah. feet yeah. like that that's where you look old yeah. right so yeah. I think that that's you need to avoid that I don't I don't think any cream helps with that I think exposure to the sun and not you know squinting all the friggin' time makes and looking a huge like, difference I think that's what matters isn't it for sure for if you're sure. going to use a moisturizer you want one that's probably got an SPF factor of. 30. Which has been interesting to see yeah. is, is some that do and a lot that don't. Um, I was this. just going to say, Matt, I think we've talked. No, no, I'm happy. Keep I mean, up. it's fascinating to me. And, and you've got more skin exposure than all of us. Yeah, my oh, head's bald. No, no, it's true. No, no, it's a true thing. And I know I a lot know, of people. mate. On, on a per, catching up, per catch square up. meter basis, your nose <laughs> yeah. takes up a lot of his yeah, head. true. And, and my forehead is receding quite a lot. That's right. It is. I'm going to catch up to you, I know. Yeah. But... You must rub something into the top as Every well. Every day I rub my, the top of my head, yeah. yes. And with, if you went um, to the beach in the summer, you're putting something what? on top? Oh, I'd have to wear a hat. With yeah, what? okay. What do you rub it with? Just sunscreen. I put sunscreen on top of my head every day. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just have, have to. to. Not so yeah. much during winter. I mean, I'll, uh, during summer, definitely. Mm. Yeah. It's not 
part of my routine at the moment. But Man, yeah. I've put I've put sunscreen on the monkey bum because you you, yeah, get burnt, well, you don't realise yeah, that, exactly. you're, that you're getting burnt no, back moles there can really grow until you go to bed head. and it go and it hurts like Ooh, yeah. buggery because you've never been burnt there before, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Obviously, the the because of either wearing a hat or hair, yeah. you rarely get burnt there. Mm, true. And so as you mm. age, mm. you go, oh crap, I've got to do that as well. Yeah. So one of the brands, Bulldog. I re- actually oh. referred uh, Angela from Men at Work to you yes. with the Bulldog product. She's Correct. Sent some product your way recently. Really has. Yeah. What was the other one? She sent me. Oh, the other one's called Handsome. Handsome. And I, I quite like that one. It's yeah. it's a it's a much more expensive one. So yeah. I was kind of testing a lower range and a higher range yeah. product. It's all about organic materials in the other yeah. one. So it smells a bit prettier. The bottles look great. Yep. Um, but it also comes with a, a scrub. So yeah. I am scrubbing now as well. Just, so I'm doing the whole just, beads. I want you to make sure for the environment. If you yep. ever do get a scrub, yeah. make sure it's you know almond flakes or something like that. What do you you don't want the plastic beads, the polymer beads, because our no. oceans are I becoming... I feel like I'm just interrupting someone else's conversation. Our oceans <laughs> are becoming full of those beads. And I've heard about this and because... They're getting in the fish. Yes, and the fish can't digest they it. Got, well, it was plastic. It's a great point. Yeah. So but for me, look, I do it in the shower yeah, and sure. I assume those pipes go to different places. No, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> like a retention pit somewhere. It just it must <laughs> filter out before yeah, it goes it is to the ocean. the ponds. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> It's good suburb of the pods. Honestly. Almost moved there. Move on. Anyway, wow. We know way too much. <laughs> Jesus. He's a good bloke, Jesus. Shouldn't, shouldn't use the Lord's name in vain, by the way. No, go for your life. Um, so I, I mentioned earlier, I spent some time with the Stig today. Yeah. About an hour and a half each way in the car. So, you know, lots, lots to chat about. What and, were you doing? Oh, just some... Commercial work. You for can tell a us sponsor. later. Okay, fair enough. Look, um, look pretty odd to me, but anyway. Mm. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know, we've spent a lot of time in cars together. Just, just Dig and I, let alone all of us, right? Yeah, I haven't. Well, mate, Vegas. Vegas yeah, for several year. years in a row. It's you a lot of driving. Right? Conscious in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a different trip. Um. But the but it's interesting. I I kind of. I think you assume we assume uh, like that we know a lot about each other. Yeah, we yeah. do. But I was chatting to Stig about like Stig works with a lot of food companies, right? Mm. Um, you know, a salt company and a butter company, and that they're they're they you know tentacles are everywhere, right? Yeah. And he mentioned he was up at some bakery joint, and he's yeah. talking about how bakers have you know long hours. And I went, well, it's oh. his bread and butter. That's what he does. I went on. I love I love the bakery business. So I said if I could mm. do, if I had money and time, and you know wanted to kind of retire on a, on a job, I'd buy a bakery. Mm. Really? It'd be because mate. What a business. Everyone's going to need to eat forever. Like, that's a, that's a known fact. Yes, people need We're to always going to need to eat. True. And bread is one of the cheapest things you can buy. Yeah, even in a, even mm. in a bad economy, you can make loaves of bread cheap and sell them. Yeah. You're not making the premium stuff, yeah. but you know, it's yes. there, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think it's a good business yeah. in the right place. Sure. Yeah. And he's like, well, what, 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 how would you do that? I went, well, I've worked in bakeries. Mm. And he, he looked at me as if to say, I didn't know that. I went, I went, mate, have you not heard my bakery stories? Yeah. So I, um, tell me yours. No, yeah. Because I, I worked in a bakery for almost six years. Wow. Not as a six baker. Six years. Yeah. I was, I was, can, can I say the company? Probably yeah, can, right? Yeah, I, I, I was Baker's Delight's probably longest serving employee at that store particularly. Anyway. I worked at Baker's Delight, were we, Deepwater Plaza. So it was oh, a Baker's Delight oh, as well. Oh, that's no, a re- reunion. that's part of my story. Wow. So, so I'm, I was, I was front of house. Um, I did move on to making cheese and bacon so rolls, which was till. Fun. Yeah, I was a till boy. Yeah, sure. So I used to slice bread. They didn't bread. trust you with the making of the bread. Didn't want to do those hours, Trev. Yeah. It's early. early. Super oh, early. Yeah. See, I love the hours what, because. 3 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah too. Because you got the whole day. It was like working radio. It's yeah, great. Yeah, you got the whole right. day. Right. See, it's interesting because again, mm. I, you know, Stig didn't know, but so my mum's uh, partner for, you know, 25, mm. I don't know how many years, but forever basically. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Gary is a baker. Like he's yeah. a chef yeah. and a baker by trade. He's his own flour mills and the whole kit. And so we had a we had a bakery yeah. in the Edelong Beach Markets up mm. on the Central Coast, mm. yep. Beachside Bakery. I ran that on the weekends. Yeah. So I was front. Of, I ran. I was it was my bakery essentially. Yeah. You know, I just awesome. Ran the thing, and we had. Did you bake the bread? Um. So the bread came from Gary's Bakery, right? And this was where the story where Rob went like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. We had a bakery in Long Bay Jail. Oh, that's right. The Hard Rock Bakery. Maybe yeah. I have heard this story. Then. Um, the Hard yeah. Rock Bakery yeah. was a correctal, corrective services industry. So yeah. the, the the prisoners would work there and earn a skill, yeah. and the bread would be made for the prisons. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, Rob's like, do you, like, did you ever work there? I went, I drive a old Nissan E20 van down, yeah. pick up the bread, drive it back, 
Um, and there was a couple of weeks where I went down on a Friday and I worked and we'd make big focaccias or whatever. And right. I once said to to one of the prison guards, I said, mate, like, who are, like, what is this bloke that I've just been cutting focaccias with? What's he in for? And he goes, mate, everyone in here is either murder or, or rape because it's like long, you've got to be in here for a long term to, oh, it's serious, to, it's serious crime. to be working in, in the industry part. And I went, well, what did he do? Hmm. Mike, and he goes, mate, he killed a bloke and chopped his head off with a shovel. And ah. I'm like, oh, good. So you've had me working with him cutting focaccia. With, with a sharp knife. Yeah. Wow. Well, you don't want to tell him he's doing it wrong. No. Oh, I stayed pretty pretty straight and narrow there. Anyway, People blokes, change. When they get I think a child. bloke escaped yeah. in the bread van at one point, so that, that ended pretty pretty badly. <laughs> it was a bit loose back then. <laughs> <laughs> drive in, drive out. I think they like... cut holes. You know, the bread stacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they cut yeah. holes and someone... Anyway. Yeah, um, wow. But yeah, so I'm I'm fascinated that you also worked in a bakery, but yeah. you never got around to rolling the bread and... Like I make a no. mean cheese and bacon pull apart. Baker's so, delight. Yeah, so I used to do a lot of the savoury, but that... Because you could cook those later throughout the day. Hmm. But all the loaves, that was already usually done. I would open the store, so do all the catering orders. Do a lot. Of, I used to love slicing. Mm. I used to sometimes slice a breadstick to impress people. Yeah, sure. Because you could kind of get it through without chopping off your fingers. Oh, yeah, I get you. Really amazing stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, it was, it was my favorite job. Hawkesbury? Yeah, at Richmond. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, then, is the there a job Richmond, that we yeah. don't know about you from your past? Well, I worked at the reject shop. What? Which one? Uh, Marketplace Gosford. Fairly. That was my first job behind. Well, I was stacking shelves initially, and then behind the till, I became one of the great till operators. Actually, front of house, <laughs> my front of house full of character, just cracking jokes as people were coming through with their two dollar purchases. It was great. They, that, they that were was the my best first jobs. Gig. They were. They I, were. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, at night you you'd package up all the the cartons and that, and put it in the big skip bin out the back, and all that <sighs> sort of stuff. Weird hours. I don't reckon kids today have got. What age was that? Oh, I would have been uh, sixteen. As soon as I could possibly get a job. I basically was told to get one. Yeah. You know what? I, I went to McDonald's, had an interview, then walked into the reject shop in Marketplace, and he just gave it to me on the spot, so I didn't even get to McDonald's. Nice. Yeah. It was good. That's awesome. I, was, I, I don't know, I don't know the kids years. today are the same. We what could you go down a whole path here. But oh, mate. They're, they're, kids, kids don't want to do it. No, they, they don't want to do the hard work. They, no, they just don't want to. I mean, could kid, you imagine giving up your weekends? And McDonald's. For them, it's for them, it's too Is weird. Yeah, I mean, oh, no, someone I has to. Still a lot of that going on. Yeah, but yeah. see, again, things have changed a lot. I had a mate who who pretty much exclusively worked in servos when we were young, like in mm. year nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and mm. stuff. Wouldn't um, find that anymore. But these days, you don't find kids at surveys, and I don't know yeah. whether that's ownership or security. Mm. Well, yeah, it could could be laws have changed. But the our local survey employs some young blokes, but they're no way near that young. There is yeah. a sense of entitlement. There's a lovely girl at work in my other actual job. Um, <laughs> she's 22, right? And she's she does a great job. But we were talking today about penalty rates and double time and oh. and working a certain number of days straight. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to her back in the day, we did seven days a week. You know, it was 124 days straight. We had to do 124 days straight. The penalty rates wasn't even, we just got a wage. And back then, it wasn't that good. Thanks, Trev. You're in charge of wages at the time. Yeah, well, but, mate, pull uh, your weight. I'm, I'm wow. trying to explain to her. She's like, oh, you know, I'd rather do this, you know, six days on than have three days off. And I'm thinking, well, sometimes really, don't have that choice. You're 22. Yeah. But, you know, things have changed. People have different expectations, I guess. No. And I'll award be, rates have changed. And I'll unions be, and, and the I'll like. I'll be insisting. That, like, here's the thing, though. I couldn't though. wait to work. Forget about jobs. Neither I was, I. my, yeah. uh, I mentioned Tom, uh, a mate of mine off, off air. Hmm. We, we would, we would go around washing cars. Yeah. No yep. one lawns. No one's ever knocked on my door and said, you want your car washed? Because I'd be like, how much? Yeah, if they that, said 20 or less, happen. I'm like, go for your life. Mate, yeah. I remember once on our on our pushies, yeah. riding past a lady's place. She was gardening. I said, can we help? Yeah. She goes, yep, we helped. Got 10 bucks at the end of it and a can yeah. of Pepsi. I was happy as We'd go. We, there was the expensive part of Griffith, right, where you know yeah. the, the rich people live. We'd just mm. go up that street. We'd try and do, I think, four cars mm. for like five or 10 bucks each, mm. like each car. And we'd walk away with 20 or 20 bucks each and we'd be Happiest like, people. sweet as. Yeah. yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, it's the best thing ever. See, I don't remember doing that, but I, I was in the Scouts, so we did a lot of... Bob a job. Lemington drives. Did you have Bob a job, Bob job. Yeah, we did do that. Bob, we still do Bob a job so, I guess we did to a certain extent. A lot of charity work, the Red Cross door knock. I don't, no, I just don't know what Bob a job is. I've heard of the Scouts, but what the you hell is Bob a job? You basically go around and do menial jobs for people. Yeah. Uh, Where's Bob? Like we, Where's Bob but you're raising money for a charity. For, for, Bob, for the as in a dollar, like a small oh, amount of money. A yeah, Bob yeah. So for a job. Yeah. In Queensland, right. I mean, do Bob, mate, honestly. <laughs> How many people say Bob anymore? Nah, well, that's the thing. Well, that, We're that's showing our age. Right? But I can remember polishing someone's silverware. Yeah. Like you'd knock on the, the, some old lady's door and she'd, uh, Bob a job, and you'd be in a scout uniform. I wouldn't trust a kid with silverware. And they'd pull out the silverware and you'd be polishing the bloody silverware. Yeah. Yeah, right, for a buck. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's a donation. Shared income. 
Okay. Well, my drive was to get away from the coast and go to Sydney and work. And that's yeah. what I, I did a lot of work experience at the radio station. Just stayed there forever. Yeah. Almost. Just, you did literally. You just came, just, pestered. Uh, well, you were there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. we were motivated, weren't we, guys? Oh, honestly. Oops. I was. I'm not on, sure about him. On my 14th birthday, I went for my first job interview as a casual guy in a cafe. Yeah. 14th birthday. That's, that's what I did in the morning. That's crazy. Went and sat there and had a job interview. I was too young, but the yeah. guy was like, we'll pay you cash. Yeah. I'm too year old. Cat, you do a cash yeah, I was doing, <laughs> doing cash jobs. <laughs> ATO, they it's great. I don't care about the how far back it is, no. yeah, you could be gold. <laughs> so, while we're talking about uh, going back to our youth, do you remember recycling cans as yeah. a kid? Did yeah. you do that? We cash, did. Cash for cans? Cash for cans. Yeah. I, and I, so, I, everything for me, I work out where it was and I can date mm. it because I moved school so much, but yeah. so year five and six mm. in Sydney... Mm. I can clearly remember collecting cans, crushing cans, mm. taking them in for cash, and we'd get, raise money for the school to get like playground equipment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was a big deal back then. It was like then. a box trailer yeah. of cans by the end of yeah. it or something. So, so yeah, in South Australia, they've got that uh, deposit mm. recycle thing that mm. goes on. It's been going on forever. Yeah. But they've reintroduced that, or they've introduced that in New South Wales. Mm. Yes. Uh, have you been across this? Are you there's, doing there's it? There's one yeah, near absolutely. our place. Yeah, there's one. So, so when you say one, what do you mean? There's, there's a machine that you can put your bottles into it's and like you get money back. Yeah. I haven't. There's one at McGrath. I've seen a photo. So, as yeah. I understand it, uh, there's kind of three types of, of machine. Yeah. There's machines that give you money back. Mm. There's machines that give you the option of just donating to a charity. Mm. Yes. And then there's places you can go that are kind of responsible for the exchange. But so, my they kids... They also issue gift cards as well, I think. Like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, I had someone... My aunt and uncle, I caught up with them in Young, yeah, yeah. and um, we were talking about this whole thing which we we're about to talk about. And they go, "Oh yeah, we we collect our cans and we get like you know a couple of dollars, yeah, couple, yeah. seventy cents or a couple of dollars off our woolies." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. You're doing, you're retired. You're doing okay. You don't need a yeah. couple of bucks off your woolies. Yeah. But anyway, so my kids are getting like they're we're collecting cans yeah. now. Really, ten bucks a can or a bottle, cans, bottles, and like Amanda drinks a twenty four pack of Coke, easy like Diet Coke, mm-hmm. probably weekly. I don't know. Mm. Um. And there's there's water bottles. There's yeah. lots of bottles and cans. Yeah, yeah. You know, you drive home, you go to a survey, yeah. you, you you buy a bottle. You keep you normally throw it out. Mm. I'm not using as much of the recycling bin because you wait. You're at the front door. There's two big plastic containers yeah. full of bottles and cans. Right. But here's the thing. So the machines are slow. Mm. You got to stand there, put them in well, one, one by one. You can't crush them mm. because they have to scan the barcode. Mm. That's what the machine does. It scans the barcode really? so it gets credited weird. back. There's this whole money thing going on yeah. with the bottle manufacturers and yeah. everything. Anyway, so you can't crush them. So we got, like, I took a Mercedes with a bootload <laughs> of cans in the back to the, to the local joint. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing, right? Our local, um, mm. depository place mm. is the local car wash. Yeah. But they don't have a machine. They've yeah. just got a bunch of recycling bins. Oh, right. Now, if you've got bottles, yeah. glass bottles, yeah. you put them in the recycling bins, yeah. right? Just crash, crash, yeah. you know, making the loud sound. If you've got cans, they've got these huge plastic bags, like mm. enormous, mm. Um, where you put the bottles and cans. Mm. So I've not done this before, but Jackson had told me that he went in there and got $3 or something. And mm. I went, well, come on, mate, let's go. And we've decided the kids are splitting it 40, 30, 30. Jackson's old, he's doing most mm. of it, so he's getting 40. Yeah. So we, we go up there, mm. and I've gone, how does this work? And the blokes there thinks I'm going to get my car washed. I said, mm. no, nah, mate. Here to get the, here to get the cans. Mm, mm. I said, who, where, who do I see? He goes, no, nah, just put the cans over there, the bottles over there. Yeah. I said, who counts them? He goes, just count them. <laughs> what? Oh, it's a rot. And I went, you want mate? Do you want me to check them? He goes, no, nah, mate, just count them and go inside, tell them how many they got. You're kidding. Wow. So I've gone inside. I said, we had 111. Uh, we we had 88 of these and 22 of those. We had 111. Yeah. And she goes, okay, it's fine. We write you write your name, your number plate, yeah. and and the number of cans, and she credits you the money on your FPOS card. And, and you're just throwing it on top of other people's cans and bottles. So yes. there's no way of actually yes, tracking. No, no, none. Yeah. You better not say where this place is because they're going to get hammered with people flocking there to just... Well, see, I figure I figure the thing is, you're not going to go and say, I've got 20,000 yeah. cans. No, but right? if you go often enough and say, oh, yeah, just another 100. Yeah. But, like, you're not going to say I've got 200 because I, I, that's my... My initial There's thought was, not enough oh, in it what to about really the raw, right? Yeah. But mm. if you go in constantly saying you got 300, they're yeah. going to notice that you didn't have 300 and they'll, sure. they'll ask they're if you're regular. Yeah. But like, seriously, I, like, I haven't quite fully explained to the kids how yeah. much of a raw it could be <laughs> because I, I don't want their minds honesty to go system. that way because it's an honesty system. And it's I thought that's thing. great. But I looked at the log sheet and then some bloke came in with 960 cans. Wow. 
Like people are doing this. They're collecting That's them. Commitment. I saw a thing on. It might have been an American thing, or it might have mm. just been somewhere else in Sydney. But I saw a thing where a little kid, mm. like talking about the lawn mowing stuff, yeah. was going around his neighbourhood and giving people a little bucket, like saying, mm. "This put your cans in here, and I'll yes. take them, and I'll collect the money, and we'll turn it into a charity or something." Yeah, right. right okay. And he was, you know, kids for charity. Yeah, good on you. But yeah. kids want to buy toys. Just yeah. buy toys. Yeah. But like that kind of stuff's going on. But again, yeah. no, I don't see anyone. How much know, do you get? Per bottle? Ten cents per bottle. Like I took, I did the, mm, clean the kitchen tonight and I took four things, five things out to the thing and I went, there's 50 cents. Boom. Haven't they upped the right. price though of most uh, beverages I anyway? Know, have they? I don't think anyone's square. Well, what I was going to ask the whole is, thing's to do a isn't yeah. there a thing going on in neighbourhoods where kids are just going into people's recycle bins, trashing them, getting yeah, what they yeah, want? Because yeah, it's, it's been on our community page where yeah. we live and mm. that people are saying, if you're going to go through our bins, yeah. don't leave junk everywhere. Yeah. Actually, put everything back. Feel free, but put it back. Correct. People are actually going into on rubbish mm. night, raiding people's recycle bins for bottles yeah. and whatever. Mm. But all the spillage, they just leave it and don't. See, the yeah. thing is, it's it's a entrepreneur's world if you're a kid because uh, yeah. most people couldn't give a rat's right. Mm. Most regular people mm. aren't going. Oh my god, no. three dollars this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's a coffee. Yeah, but for kids, three yeah. bucks is a lot of money. Yeah. So. I reckon for kids, especially, you know, 10 to 13, before you get into think of going, I could earn 30 yeah. or $40. Great way to make three money. Three or four bucks is good money. Who the hell's doing it? Totally I don't great. know. The one no, near no our idea. place at McGrath's Hills attached to a bottle shop. It's out the back. Mate, <laughs> it's like hmm. Mecca on the weekend. Is it really? There's dozens and dozens of people. Oh, I yeah. always drove past one day and thought, gee, it's a bit early to hit the bottle shop up, but they're all there for the, <laughs> yeah. the vending machine style. Who supplies the machines? The government. The, the, the government. government, yeah. Right. New so, government do, initiative. do the people who own the site lease them, or how does it? No, I think they need the sites. Crowd. I think yeah. they need the sites. Yeah, but it's also not perfect in some ways because yeah. there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people yeah, traffic. Yeah. People also leave junk there and yeah, rubbish. Yeah. So it's not yeah. ideal, yeah. but you know, it's got it's got its ups, it's got its downs. But you know, yeah. anyway. it's an interesting thing. And if you're in New South Wales, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested in stories if you've seen stories of kids doing stuff yeah, or yeah. cool ideas around it. Because otherwise, I think most people are just going, eh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, boys, uh, that brings uh, to an end the uh, latest edition of the EFTM podcast. Thanks to good people at Trend Micro and Alcatel. And if you're flying Virgin Australia, thanks for your company. Yeah. Um, it's probably past the birth of Jeff's baby by now because it takes so long for the episodes Correct. to appear on it's long lead, isn't it? Send me a big congrats yeah. for the baby boy. My only advice is if you're on a long haul flight, don't take one of these spunky tablets because you won't sleep. I'm you buzzing. Reckon? I may not sound You're like You're not, it. mate. It's, no, I'm I telling am. you, you no, are just imagining that. I've got some sparkle, buddy. <laughs> Woo! I'm feeling gorgeous. I, I, I usually feel it around the eyes. Like it's, yeah. I what feel do it, you I, mean by that? It's like, it's like, you know when you have a coffee and you feel really awake that your, your eyes You're are pushing wired. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like these give you that bit of a bit of a push on your yeah. eyes. See, I can't relate it because I don't drink coffee. So yeah. so this, this would be like what you would have, the feeling you would have after a Coke. Yeah. I expect this is what you'll feel again. So yeah, I reckon cool. it adds, it it adds about 10 to 15% to my performance. Let's listen back to how this sounds. We'll make a determination. Be fine. <laughs> I reckon next week after you guys have chewed through the packet, tell me how you feel. No I'm not worries. sure I'm going to make it through the day. What do you mean? You'll be all right. I don't like the smell of them. Yeah, but have it with food. Please eat it with food. Yeah, that's I key. mean, you've got it. That way have you it with get... an M&M bar. And more than just <laughs> one sip of water too. Chug it down, buddy. Chug it oh, down. Oh, no, I have a chug. A bit of Did you? Yeah. All right, have okay. a chug and some food. Because, man, fun. I hate tablets. Is there a follow-on effect later on? Like when it... No, okay. it's not like having too much coffee. Okay. No, what what happens there? Oh, you go to the toilet. Oh, it's a diuretic. Well, I mean, the, the guy from BP yeah. probably had his morning coffee. That's if he true. had an apple with it, he's gone. <laughs> what, mate? If you have an apple and a coffee, mate, yeah, you are you point. are done for. Yeah, you're just you're going. Yeah, you'll feel great. But you're going. You just it's, it's wow. This is uh, yeah, this, this is a cleanse. Cleanse. Just a This cleanse. is what you learn on the EFTM podcast. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Love you.